0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in
1: here. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 51. Let's make this episode for Kobe Bryant here. Rest in peace, my man. Um, thank you for all you've done. And uh, we're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Here we go.
0: All oh, the band is the on the field. He on on the Let's get it started in here, let's get it started, ha! let's get it started
1: in here, let's get it... What's up, what's up everybody, welcome to the opening line, we are your hosts, Witson Roz. Um, pretty pretty somber note to start off on, it is Sunday the 26th, um, some, some tough news in the sports world and actually just in the world in general, we're talking about a major icon who lost his life today, uh, Kobe Bryant. Um, I've been sitting here because it's almost uncomprehendable that somebody of his status um, has lost his life. He was transcendent. He was one of the greatest basketball players, if not in the conversation for the greatest basketball players of all time, along with a tremendous mind. I mean, he won an Academy Award, which is incredible in its own right, coming from an athlete and really anybody to any degree. Uh, And he was a business mogul as well family man, um, and an all-around good guy with this insane mentality that helped drive him to reach all these goals that he was able to accomplish in his 41 years of life, because um, we, we started texting about it, Wits, it's just something, It this has to be for at least me and you, we're both 25, the greatest loss and greatest sports icon we've lost in, in our lifetime, for sure.
2: Yeah, it was super shocking today, Roz. Um, I remember a couple a couple of my college buddies in our group media were talking about it, and I was completely shocked. Uh, and then I looked, and they'd gotten out like six minutes after it happened. So, yeah, definitely some sad news. I mean, Kobe Bryant is one of those guys, like you said, just as transcendent, not only athlete, but person, you know, what he did for the game of basketball and just sports in general, um, you know, being a guy who. Came over from Italy as a high schooler and then blossomed into, I think one of the, you know, one of the greatest players that the NBA has ever seen. Um, and this is really sad, you know, him, him and his daughter Gianna. This is, you know, super sad for his family and the whole sports world. Uh, and you can definitely see the reaction from everybody. Uh, he will, he will really be missed. Um, but such a great talent and just a, a great guy to be around. Um, one thing that I always loved reading about. Kobe Bryant's work ethic. You know, he was a great player, but he also was one of those guys who worked the hardest. Um, so that's why I think he had so much success during his career. And I just want to share a quick story, kind of my one uh, story in relation to Kobe Bryant. Uh, I was with a couple buddies. I was about 12 years old. Uh, we were going to enjoy the game to see an event, an AAU game, where Kobe was going to be there. And we thought we were going to get to meet him. And turns out we didn't. Um, but we were sitting on the curb after the game was over, kind of all disappointed. We didn't really even that, get that close to Kobe. And then the garage starts opening, and Kobe walked out like five feet from us. And we were, you know, we were shouting, you know, saying "Hey!" And he gave us a wave. Uh, so it ended up being a pretty fun day. And looking back now, um, yeah, that, that's kind of my, I guess, kind of biggest memory of Kobe. So, yeah, yeah. I
1: remember that was huge for our hometown. Him just being there and being at joy of the game. And that's, that's one of the things that I heard today is along with just my condolences to the family and the loss of what a great human he is, the game of basketball lost somebody beyond important to it. A guy who has so much insight and has so much that he could have provided to future Uh, players, future coaches in the game. I mean, he's one of the great minds of basketball. I mean, he had his own show on ESPN where he broke down talent. And you could just see it day in and day out that he knew everything there was to know about this sport and how to be at a level like his, um, which is a Hall of Fame level. And it's really sad, Xander, because he just became eligible to join the Basketball Hall of Fame this year. And I know that's going to be a very emotional time when he does get... Um, inducted in the Hall of Fame because he's for sure a first ballot. I mean, five-time NBA champion. Um, he just got passed up literally yesterday by LeBron on the all-time scoring list. He's now fourth all-time scoring. Um, Eleven All-Star games. He has his his both numbers retired. Eight and twenty-four retired at the Staples Center. It's a, it's a really really sad loss. And I guess my story about Kobe. I've never been super close to him in terms of proximity. But I remember we were in college wits and on the final night of the NBA season, the Warriors were going for 73 wins and Kobe was playing in his last game. And I was like, which which part of history do I want to watch? And I ended up watching his final game and over the Warriors, which like another amazing feat, but To watch Kobe put up the 60 points that he did and to win that final game, I know it didn't mean a lot. They weren't going to the playoffs. It didn't hurt the team that they beat that they lost. And this win didn't push the Lakers any further. But the way he went out is perfect and exemplifies who he is as a player. And that is somebody who will never stop. A person who wanted to keep going and honestly putting up 60 points in the style in which he should, and that is shooting the ball, better than anybody else on the court. It was really, truly amazing to watch. And I've, I feel like I've watched a few of those moments where players' careers come to an end and you just get to enjoy their last outing, the farewell tour coming to an end. And I mean, Derek Jeter was one of those players as well that I watched his last Yankees game. Um, it, it was truly special. And he was a special player. And to say that his career extend, or ex- was part of our entire life growing up are like beginning of becoming an adult. It was incredible, um, really sad. And there was one more thing I wanna say about Gigi, his daughter who was also lost in this plane crash. Uh, one of the greatest videos, you guys have to go look this up and it's somebody coming and asking Kobe like, ah, oh, you gotta have a son. You've gotta have a son to pass on your name to keep it going. And Gigi goes, no, I've got this. And she was an awesome basketball player. And Dwayne Wade posted or posted an amazing tribute video, not only to Kobe but to Gigi, with some amazing highlights of her basketball playing. Um, truly tragic, really sad. Um, and again, I guess our condolences. They go out to Kobe Bryant family. But I wish there was more we could do um, in such a such a dark time. But wits, we do have a show we've got to do today. Um, we will always remember. The Mamba and the Mamba mentality. So let's transition into football because we are one week away now from the biggest game of the year. Arguably the biggest sporting event. Um, the biggest sporting event, period, minus yeah, probably... Yeah, I don't
2: think it's an argument. I think it is hands yeah, down. The hands down.
1: Um, the year. Let's, let's talk about it. I mean, my Packers aren't there. I had a week last week with Koloff to get that off my chest. Doesn't matter. We've got... Chiefs, 49ers, I think we need to buckle down and argue about this. I think you're on the other side. Me and you have not said a word about this yet. I'm just going to do early predictions that you're picking the 49ers and I'm going to be on the Chiefs. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm definitely riding the Chiefs, and I'll be, I'm will be. i very excited to begin talking about it.
2: Not usually wrong, Roz, but you are tonight. Wow. Um, I am on the Chiefs wagon here. Um, let's see where the spread opened up at 1, and I think, Roz, it's been pretty consistent around one you know this entire week, um, you know we've seen a little shift in the you know the the movement of the line whether it's been one minus one fifteen, uh, minus one ten, but I think it's stayed pretty consistently at one. And Roz, I'm on your side here, man. I, I do like the Chiefs. Um, you know, it's not every day we get to see. I, I think a generational talent at quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. I mean, what him and Andy Reid have done the past couple of years is just simply unbelievable. And I think it's funny, you know, the 49ers, I pretty much bet against them the entire year and I'm not giving them a lot of credit. And here they are, um, just absolutely steamrolled the Packers. And they basically steamrolled the entire season. So, I mean, they are for real. They are a great team. And I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. But I do love Mahomes in this one. I mean, he's such a great quarterback and a great talent that I think he finds a way to win and uh, brings Andy Reid his first ever Super Bowl, which would... I think be huge for his legacy because he's I think he'd be remembered now as, you know, kind of one of the, you know, maybe the best coach ever to not win a Super Bowl. And it's been 15 years since he's been there. You know, he's there with McNabb and T.O. with the Eagles back when we were, you know, 10 years old. So it's been a long time, but I think he's got he's got a pretty good squad this year. So I like the Chiefs in this one.
1: Yeah, it's this game. I just feel it's so easy to bet the Chiefs because they're isn't an offense, and there hasn't been an offense like the Chiefs. I mean, you had the Rams in the early 2000s, but this team is too fast for everybody else. There is nobody who can keep up with them, and we've got, had glimpses of some fear, you know, down 24 nothing in the game against Houston, down 17-7 to the Titans. And let me tell you, the Titans have a very good defense. Is it San Francisco 49er-like? No, but it's an upper echelon defense in the AFC. Yep. Um good. Yeah. And that's where, this is where it becomes hard. This is why it's gambling. This is why there's no shirt things. I really like the Chiefs, but the defense of the 49ers is incredible. And I don't think they can, I don't think the Chiefs can allow themselves to get down by 24 points to this team. One, because their rushing attack is incredible all of a sudden. Now, yes, the Packers had a very vulnerable run defense, but Mozart put it on them. And, Again, we don't know the likes of Jimmy Garoppolo. Honestly, wasn't very impressive in that Packers game, but he didn't need to be because they were up by so much. And he hasn't been a quarterback that has dominated games, have won games for this team. It has really been led by this defense and has really been led by this rushing attack, which at times has been a three-headed monster. We don't know about Tevin Coleman moving forward. Um, It'll be interesting. I think the Chiefs are favored because at the end of the day, it is important to have a quarterback, and we have made jokes about Trent Dilfer and all this stuff, but I don't know about Garoppolo. And I I swear to God, I'm not comparing him to this guy, and you might get on me a little bit about this comment. <clears throat> but the Bears in 2006, made if it was two thousand six, amazing defense, oh. had a run game. It wasn't, was it not two thousand and six? I said
2: it was a long time ago, I don't remember right. exactly. I don't I think
1: it is. But Rex Grossman, a guy who was part of a Super Bowl contending team but I think it ultimately at the end wasn't going to get past the likes of a Peyton Manning and I think Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback of that level that you need to be able to somewhat compete with him because I think there's nobody like Mahomes these days other than Aaron Rodgers who's the greatest quarterback of all time and I think in this type of game Mahomes is going to be able to carry the Chiefs forward regardless of how good that defense is because on the other end Garoppolo I don't
2: think is going to be able to keep up. Scoring wise. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing about this defense, Roz, is, you know, say what you want about Garoppolo, you know, how he hasn't really put up a bunch of great numbers, but like you said, he hasn't had to. I mean, this 49ers team from, you know, running the ball in a defensive perspective, I mean, they've just been so dominant that they haven't really had to turn to to Jimmy G and say, you know, go out and win us this game. It just hasn't, the game script hasn't gone that way. Um, But, Roz, you know, I, I think this is not this is not a team that you want to get down, you know, 21, nothing, 10, nothing. This 49ers team, I think is a much better team than the Titans and, you know, a better team than the Packers um, or excuse, you know, the better team than the Texans. I was thinking the chiefs opponent. So I, I don't, I don't really like the outlook for the game if San Francisco gets up early because they have been able to run the ball with authority uh, from a great story. A guy who's been cut seven times and here he is uh, with an, I think an outside shot to get a lot of money, for the Super Bowl MVP, Raheem Mostert, I think he's one of the most interesting picks out there. If you got any money to shell out uh, for the MVP, um, but Raz, yeah, this defense, I'm really interested interested to see the pass rush versus Patrick Mahomes because while he does make a ton of plays, the fact that he does hold the ball a little bit longer, I'd say, than most quarterbacks is going to open up some opportunities uh, that I think are going to be created anyways by Nick Bosa and this front line here. So. If they're able to put, you know, some extra pressure on Mahomes and force him, you know, to make some more plays, you know, if San Francisco can get up early, if they can control the game script, you know, this is it's gonna be a tough matchup for the Chiefs. But you know, if Patrick Mahomes can come out, make some plays early, then I think we're really gonna be looking at, you know, a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo to make some big throws because you know if you get down a score, multiple scores to this Chiefs team, running the ball is probably not gonna be the answer. So I'm interested to see how they come out of the gates here because I think the 49ers defense, they're going to they're gonna cause some problems for the Chiefs. It just depends on how big of a problem they cause.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I think this game, to me, is decided in the first half. I think you're going to be able to get game flow very fast here. Um, I, there's, just, there's something in me that just says Patrick Mahomes isn't losing this game, and he's going to run away with it. And this defense is so good in San Francisco, but... Patrick Mahomes is that much better. I mean, the guy threw for 50 touchdowns last year, was the MVP. He's, he's something special. I think he is the best quarterback in the league at this point, and they've covered the spread on their last five games. The The Chiefs defense itself has stepped up and has been one of the better forces in the NFC down the second half of the season. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be exciting. I think for the first time, and I can honestly say this in a long time, we have the two best teams going up against one another. And how you can be like, Ethan, how you say that, like the two teams that make the Super Bowl each year are the best teams. But no, sometimes there's an out that you didn't expect to happen, and the one doesn't make it. And I'm not saying they need to be the one seed to be the best team, but these are, in my opinion, 1A and 1B for most talented teams in the league this year. And uh, it's going to be a clash for sure. Um, Here's a fun one. Is it going to be heads or tails to start the game?
2: (laughs) Uh, I have to go with heads. I always call heads. Have you
1: Uh, On that prop bet, do you think you always go heads? Of your 25 years of living and 13 plus years of gambling, would you say you've gone heads every time?
2: Well, dude, I haven't actually filled out a prop bet sheet in like eight years, I think. I just usually bet the game... You know, straight up. But if I can find a prop bet pool, I might do it. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not usually a big prop bet guy. But I think it'll be. I think it'll be interesting. Another interesting fact, Roz. Uh, not a prop bet, but about the over unders. Only 14 out of the 53 Super Bowls have gone over in the first half. So I think that's something to look at um, as these teams get out of the gate. See if that over under hits for the first half. Um, I disagree with you a little bit that the game's going to be decided in the first half. I think, I think it's going to be back and forth, but I think it's going to be those adjustments coming out of the locker room that are going to seal the deal. Um, I think this is going to be a close game, and I, I really hope it's a better game than last year. I mean, the Rams Patriots game was near the bottom tier of Super Bowls that I've ever seen. Just from I, a, say,
1: I think I've watched I watched I, two minutes total of that game last year. I was out at a party. It was one of the wilder Super Bowl experiences I've ever had, but. Two minutes in total, I think, of watching. I don't think I missed
2: m- anything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really miss much. It was uh, kind of a snooze fest compared to the Eagles-Patriots the year before. Um, but, yeah, I think this, guys, like you said, probably the two best teams in the league and both very good at some different things. So I think for me, my the matchup for me is Mahomes versus this pass rush. I mean, there's a lot of different things we can break down here. But, you know, one thing San Francisco has done this entire year is they – they don't really let games get out of control, which is the reason they only lost two the entire year. So uh, this is interesting. I'm excited. I'm excited for Andy Reid. I'm excited for Mahomes. I'm excited for Jimmy Garoppolo, too, because, I mean, he grew up basically right down the street from where we live, went to Rolling Meadows High School, about 25 minutes away from here, went to uh, Eastern Illinois. So now that we find him you know, in a Super Bowl, after at one point he was Tom Brady's backup, um, and I actually saw him at the racetrack, I think probably four or five years ago, when he was still the Patriots' backup. And now thinking back that, you know, if he'd have told me he was going to be starting in the Super Bowl a few years down the road, I'd have been like, wow, like, tell me a story, tell me how it happened. Uh, but we're here, it's happening.
1: And that's, that's before the days of the Peace Stars he was hanging out with. So um, you could fill in the blanks there. But, Xander, I know me and you are going to be betting heavy on this game, and I know we only have one place we like to go do our bets, and that is at my bookie, mybookie. dot. Oh, God, we already messed this up. But, anyways, if you enjoy football and have a heartbeat, then you know what's coming, the Super Bowl. Want to make a bet on it? Head over to mybookie.ag. That's what I was looking for to make your predictions a reality. Whether you're choosing the winner or making a side bet with a friend, mybookie offers you the most up-to-date odds and site that makes extra cash easy and fast. You can even visit mybookie.ag/slash-party to access a printable prop sheet for the big game. So, wits, you found your prop sheet? Just go to mybookie and they'll print it off for you.
2: <laughs> Sir, Football. I'll be
1: Football not your jam, though. Although, if it's not your jam, I don't know why you're listening to this show because it has been a Football, 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 four-month span for us. My bookie has got it all. From the NBA to the Premier League, if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. So all you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's the promo code BLV to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Play, win, get paid Use the promo code BLV at mybookie.ag. Get those prop bets, the prop sheets, the Kansas City minus one, which I killed it this year. Let's do a little, a quick year in review for the NFL because we only got one game left. I killed it. I told you it was going to be Packers Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I at least got one of them right. And uh, I was right there on the cusp of of perfection with the Packers was looking at my Vegas bet I made at uh, the MGM. Had to rip up that ticket, but all in all, a good year. After not making the playoffs for the Packers, we went 14 and three with our one playoff. One. or 14 and four since we lost the last one, but we'll, we'll forget that. Um, and we saw we saw some ter- or changing of the guards. I feel. I think I have I've crapped down the leg of Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's going to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. But he's made the Ravens a threat again. I think Patrick Mahomes is the most dominant player in the league. I think the NFC has just or has just churned out team after team after team this year. We've seen some amazing teams at the top. It was a fun year of the NFL, and you you uh, reaped the rewards. You were a fantasy football champion. You had some of the best players on your team, and uh, I'm excited for what the future seasons have to hold. And uh, I'm excited the Packers are back in contention. And this year was a, a positive year, minus the loss last week. It, it was a very positive year in the NFL.
2: Yeah, and I, I think we got a lot of exciting stuff, Ross, for next year as well. I mean, the first, I think, biggest question is where does Tom Brady end up? You know, is it back in New England? Is it? Uh, does he go to Vegas? Does he go to the Bears? I, I don't know where he's going to end up, but I think that'll be a big, big question mark. Because, Ross, you look at that division, I mean, Buffalo... I think is a team that is here to stay Um, looking at Josh Allen and what they did this year. You know, the AFC North, I know the Ravens absolutely kicked ass this year, but you know, as Cleveland, I think they could get better. You got Pittsburgh Steelers who, you know, they find a quarterback, big Ben comes back and has a good year. That should be a fun division. The AFC South was neck and neck the whole year looking at Houston, Tennessee, Indianapolis. And who's to say that Jacksonville, couldn't come out next year and go 10-6, and 11-5. And, and, like you said, the Chiefs, I think, are probably the clear-cut favorite in their division for the next few years moving forward. But the NFC East, toss-up. NFC North, two great teams with the Vikings and the Packers with you know a team in the Bears that's just one year removed from you know almost going to the NFC Championship game. And then you look at the West, 49ers, the Seahawks, and then the, the Rams, you know, coming back off a of Super Bowl they're still a good team so I'm, I'm excited Roz I think we got a lot of good stuff going on next year and the draft will be a lot of fun we got Joe Burrow coming out we got Chase Young um, so yeah I think it uh I think we're shaping up for a nice little stretch here in the NFL of a lot of competition and just a lot of good matchups across the division
1: you no know, it, it's it's one of the best leagues if not the best league in the world and uh, we're super excited for the Super Bowl all the press that's going to be around it. It's going to be fun. It's down in Miami. Uh, it'll be a great time. Far far travel for the 49ers. Just want to put that out there. Um, but yeah, I, I like the Chiefs. I like the story behind Andy Reid. And I love it for Patrick Mahomes. A young talent who... At this rate, if he wins this one... We're, we could be talking about the next guy competing with Tom Brady... Uh, in terms of champ or Super Bowl rings. I mean, I think... We're in for a long haul with Patrick Mahomes, and the only team that's ever going to beat him, of course, is the Green Bay Packers, but that's just because they're the greatest franchise of all time. So I'm excited for that potentially. I'm excited for everything we've got moving forward. Hopefully they come to a CBA agreement fast and furious so we don't have to miss any time. No fantasy football losses, no game losses. I'm very excited for the 2020 season. Wits, I got you on the line. And I hope you've looked some of it up because I want to go off. I'm a little upset. Uh, It's been a sad day. It's uh, been a bad day for, or not bad day, but it's been a bad month for Major League Baseball. And I've got you cornered because we're going to talk about it. The Houston Astros, who we've neglected to speak on in one of the Biggest cheating scandals of all time. News today that Justin Verlander even made a comment in his Cy Young acceptance speech saying that we were technologically and more analytically advanced than other teams. They, to me, and Dodger players are starting to react as well because they were on the losing end of that. You need to explain to me why. Because me and you agree that usually titles shouldn't be stripped because one, they occurred. There's nothing that can go back in our minds and change it. But this is... The closest thing to me where I've been like, I could see a title being stripped being the right call here. I mean, this is cheating to the tenth green. If you don't know what happened, they had buzzers underneath their jerseys, they were stealing pitches through video. You you, you
2: you like the whole allegedly thing, but this is pretty well, I'm not denying that they were wrote like definitely over the line with cheating, but I mean let's I'd say let's let all the facts come out about the about the buzzers, if that's true. I mean if it is, fine, but it's it's sickening for baseball wits because
1: baseball yeah. had just come out of a steroid era, which you didn't seem to mind as much. And now they're coming into this new pitch stealing era because it's not just them. I mean, the Red Sox were in trouble for it. Um, pretty much anybody associated with the Astros organization that had left is associated with it. And it's yeah. just terrible. Like baseball, America's pastime. Also the biggest cheating league we've ever seen at least in our lifetimes again like we've lived through two eras of baseball now that has been stamped with cheating and it's it kills me because i have come on the air here and said i think baseball is in such an amazing place with all this young talent all these young superstars and for this to be overshadowed by cheating scandals it kills me it really does because it t- it steals from the integrity of the game and the integrity of these like, young players who are coming up to try to rebrand Major League Baseball, which has had branding issues year in and year out with these scandals. I don't know, Witts. I'm fired up about it. I feel like you should be even more fired up about it because you're a baseball player. You played collegiately. You played most of your life. If somebody was tipping your pitches, how pissed would you be? It's worse than going up against somebody who's taking steroids. They know what's coming.
2: Yeah, it's... Man, more than just angry, it's just, like, disappointing for me. Kind of almost at a loss for words. Um, Because you know that everybody, people are always trying to get an edge. And I understand that, you know, getting to the highest level. Um, But just the way they went about it, it just, it definitely crossed the line. But for me, you know, I I would like to see all the facts come out, you know, across the league. And it's probably never going to happen, Roz. But, you know, I know that the Astros aren't the only team that was bending the rules in their favor. And like I said, will we ever know what the entire league is doing all at the same time? Probably not. It's Not going to happen. But this was, I mean, just about as far down the line, ugly as you can get. And talking about the stripping of titles for me personally, I just, I don't, I don't see the point in it. Um, like I said, you can never really go back in time, but you know, it does raise a lot of question marks when you think back of what, you know, what might have happened, what could have happened. But yeah, this is a, this is a stain on the game, Roz, it definitely is, and especially with a team that, you know, won it all, because had the Astros been horrible, like, this is something that we're probably never talking about, but now we've got a team who won a couple of years ago, and was it all due to this, you know, scandal? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure part of it had to do with it, but yeah, this is... I mean, dis- it has to
1: hurt if you're the Dodgers. It's brutal They'll be the yeah. pitchers of the Dodgers. I mean, the Altuve home run itself apparently was called, which is insane.
2: Yeah, it's it's not good, but there's there's nothing we can do about what happened in the past. All we can do is move forward. And I know people are going to be talking about this for a long time, but you know, let, let's not let this stain this next season of Major League Baseball because we still got. You know, 30 teams that are going to battle it out, and I think it's still going to be a great year. Is this going to be talked about for a long time? Yes, it is, but...
1: Can you imagine if they could orchestrate a postseason band at the professional level?
2: You know how they do that collegiately?
1: That would be interesting, where the Astros are able to play their games but play for almost nothing.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't think you can do that at that at that level. Um, that yeah, would it, really that'd stick it to them for sure. Yeah, it's an interesting thought, um, and you know the, all, the damage is already done. You know all the money that they gained from winning that World Series um, in every which way. I mean, it's it's all done now. So we'll see what happens. Um, see what happens with the players if anything does happen. I don't, I don't know if it, if anything's going to change right now. It doesn't seem like the players are going to be that affected from like a suspension standpoint, but. I was talking with a guy from work the other day. I brought up an interesting point, and I think they're totally two different time periods. But if you think about the, you know, the similarities, the the nineteen nineteen, the Chicago White Sox, you know, the Black Sox scandal, those guys, a lot of them, you know, Shoeless Joe Jackson, a bunch of great players, were banned for life for purposely losing, right? So now you look at the Astros team, um, who is cheating to win and actually won the World Series. You know, there's some parallels here. We threw out an entire team and a bunch of players for life for losing on purpose and cheating. And now, when you look at the parallel, like what are we going to do with guys who actually maybe took money out of other guys' pockets by winning and cheating in such a severe fashion? So it's interesting thought there of what could happen and just the parallels between the two.
1: It would be wild if at some point we saw a bunch of those players banned for life. I mean, there's a lot of stars on that team that it would create a story for sure. Um, but any positive going into the baseball season you have, Wits, I mean, it's right around the corner. Pitchers and catchers should be re- reporting soon. So anything you've got exciting in terms of baseball?
2: Yeah, you know, um, I, I know I'm more definitely more of a Cubs fan, but I'm, I'm excited about the Chicago White Sox this year. Oh, my God. Are you excited about the AL Central again?
1: Are they going to be the best division in sports?
2: (laughs) They're probably not going to be the best division, but, you know, don't be surprised if the White Sox will run this year. Also, we forgot to mention um, congratulations on a great career to Eli Manning. Did announce his retirement this week. Uh, He will retire as a two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP. Um, I think he's either 6th or 7th in all-time passing. Hall of Famer? I think so. I love that that that's been a
1: debate this week. It is a debate, but you think so? Great. Uh, I think he should be in. How many two? I was gonna say how many two-time Super Bowl
2: MVPs and Super Bowl champions are and, in? Right, and top ten all-time in pass, <laughs> passing touchdowns, two hundred consecutive starts. Uh, I mean, it might not have been pretty, but he's, right. he did all those things. So yeah it wasn't pretty a lot of the time and there was a there's a lot of struggle over there in New York but he does have two rings and there's not a lot of other quarterbacks that can say that so my vote for Eli Manning is in great career that the Giants were going to rewind the clock I don't think they would do anything differently and I don't think they should because I don't think you
1: should ever trade Super Bowl championships or championships at any level for what could have been. So Eli Manning, I do agree. I think he's a hall of famer, uh, a little irked that it's even in the conversation. I mean, there's very few people who've accomplished what he has. Um, so we shall see how it all plays out in five years when Canton comes calling. Um, but wits, that's pretty much it uh, for the day. Any, any closing thoughts again, a super somber day, very eerie here in Los Angeles. It's, it's one of those events that you'll know exactly where you were when you heard it. Um, and being in the city that that was his home, and that people adored him more than some family members they probably have. Uh, it's it's somber and sad. But any any closing thoughts? Episode fifty one here, Wits. We missed you for episode fifty. Um, any closing thoughts t- before we uh, wait till next week to get more thoughts from you?
2: Um, yeah, you know, just a final wrap up on Kobe. You know, I know he's not here anymore, but you know, let's. Uh let his memory live on, and I think people are definitely going to do that. All the good stuff he brought to the game of basketball, to life in general. Um, I don't—he'll never be forgotten, and I hopefully uh, get a lot of good memories and just, you know, times of what he brought to everybody who had any relation to sports. So that's what I'll do. I'll always remember him for all these great contributions that he made. Uh, not only not only to the NBA, but just just as an athlete in general. Um, it's really, a guy to look up to.
1: Right, and, and they say you died twice, and I fortunately I don't think it'll be the case for Kobe. And it's you die once they bury you in the grave, and the second time is when they stop saying your name. And unfortunately, I, I don't think that'll ever happen for Kobe because he is like we've been saying over and over, he's an absolute icon globally. Um, here for the city of Los Angeles, for um, his hometown in Philadelphia, he is he's a very important figure not only in sports but. To people on in in all walks of life, so he's going to be dearly missed. He was a true treasure, and uh, best I can say, wrapping up. Usually, I like to be funny on my way out, but it's not the day to do that. Just hug loved ones, tell them you love them, because not every day is guaranteed, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna miss Kobe Bryant. So. This one's for Kobe, and uh, we hope you guys have an amazing week coming up. And uh, it's Super Bowl week, so get your bets in, everybody. We'll be back next week where we like to keep the line moving here at the opening line. Catch you later, everybody. get none.
0: You'll get none. You'll get none. bucket full of CDs I'm flying out my city and it's really something bus me in little buildings and the hills amongst them got a couple homies out in Austin cost them SSW tickets pop them cause I'm feeling like a bigger stage your bigger wage is coming from what's pumping in my ribcage I'm getting paid and nothing's new again right. I am bragging for I'm dragging out my dick again if yep, I came up out what I used to claim back in black days now I moving. son man you're one man that got me into music in the first place in the worst ways i, I want to give your boy the gift of feeling right brain to know the love that mom and pop and drew and us have contained I, I can't say that against You are rockstar. they wanna talk about the bottles and the lobster. They never talk about the you peace peace lock down. How to handle situations from the top down Let's have a more intelligent conversation This us interview those when we was just a flex and a faker and told my reply was some bullshit, and that's some true shit And that's whatever feels good, and that's when it gets real good Stack up in this bitch, I've arrived All up in it with a bucket full of CDs and freebies And if you think you're really gonna see me Then put a decade focus in And maybe I'll believe you get this The sacrifices, I'll never regret this Okay, my cocky